Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. Uh, I'm your host, Tony Renfro, and we do this just about every week, every Sunday at 7 o'clock. You can catch us on our platform, uh, Knowledge is Power Podcast. We are now on Facebook, Spotify, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, Apple iTunes, Amazon Music, and a whole lot more. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live is a platform to share information, very important information, by educating the Southeast Texas African-American communities with viable information on health, education, financial, politics, business, and et cetera. Hey, tonight, our guest is the new Jefferson County County clerk. Yes, uh, Roxanne Hellsberg, and she's going to be joining us in just a few seconds. And I want to make sure that we got everybody on, and I want to pass on some information that you can uh, know that early voting starts tomorrow. That's right, early voting starts tomorrow. And if you follow the link below uh, the ticker tape, it's a, if you have any information, you can contact Jefferson County Election Com. Okay, that's it. Yes. Uh, for all the voting time and locations and voting begins, early voting begins tomorrow, Monday, April 24th. All right, now I'll let Roxanne tell you the, the latest. Hey, hello, Roxanne. Hey. Costa Elspert. How are you? I'm great. doing great. I, I know, Tony, it's a lot to say. Roxanne Acosta Helberg. Acosta Thank Helsberg. you. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to get there. There's so much, that's but that's okay. okay. That's fine. I'm, I love it. I'm great. Hey, well, uh, welcome to Knowledge is Power podcast. Uh, and I, it was it's a pleasure uh, that you had the time to take out for your look for me. And I appreciate that. And uh, we'd like to know uh, about a little bit about yourself. Can you tell us a little about yourself? But you are the new Jefferson County County Clerk. And I, I want everyone to know that you've been in office since uh, uh, December, correct? January first. I took 1st. my oath. Right, mm -hmm. right, right. So, tell me how, how have you how has it been for these last four months? Coming in, stepping in from an election and going into another election, and this is your first election of being the county clerk. So, tell us about it. It is, and you know, there's a lot of prep work, and you know, I did a lot of homework prior to running for office mm -hmm. and and really gained a lot of knowledge but it's like anything else until you're in it you really don't have a full perspective yes. of the operations and so the last four months have been it's it's been it's been, it's, it's been okay <laughs> it's been, it's been. Yeah. but you know just people getting accustomed to me in the office uh, I accustomed to them, the format, the, the flow of work, and just not wanting to go in there and change things right away. I really want to understand and evaluate the internal processes. Yes. So, you know, <clears throat> just giving time to to all of that and then, you know, gaining the confidence of, you know, those that didn't feel like I needed to be here yeah. uh, in this position. And so just working to mend some of those relationships. And, and like you said, my first election uh, out the shoot uh, for the you know political subdivisions that being the city of Beaumont, the port, and BISD. So I have the uh, I have the privilege of serving in that capacity 
uh, people don't understand that as a county clerk, it, there's several elections that I have to conduct, and then there's others that I have the option to or not. And and this would be one of them. And I'm just in, in glee that uh, the individuals trusted me to do this for them. Well, okay, great. Now, now you, excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, you now have been four, it's been four months now, and um, and, and no, it takes time, time to get things in place and kind of, you, you need, need to educate yourself to know what's going on also in this office. Now, did you have any issues during the voting, uh, during the early, I'm sorry, the er, mailing voting? Did you have any problem with that, uh, folks getting applications and things like that? So, not from my office necessarily, but people are very confused because individuals are allowed, either organizations, parties, uh, the candidates are allowed to send out their own applications. Yes. And a group decided to print out our application off the website and mail it out on regular paper. Yeah. Ours right. is on hard, you know, card, you know, hard, harder paper. And uh, that caused a lot of confusion in the community. We started receiving all these phone calls and emails and we're like, what's going on? And, um, and again, it's legal, they can do that, uh, but that caused some issues. Yes, I mean, you know, your next go around would be, it must, should be, could be much smoother, you think? Well, you know, again, I don't control the parties or the candidates sending out the applications, mm -hmm. uh, but you know, just people getting acquainted with the process and understanding right. that, you know, from our office, we're going to send out what we have to legally in the right format. And it's going to be quality out of that county office. Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about the voting process uh, going forward, starting tomorrow, early voting. So, what hey, do, we start, we kick it off early. Yes, yes. What time do the polls open on Monday? Seven o'clock? Eight o'clock? Tomorrow, okay. tomorrow it's eight to five. Uh, we have differing hours for next week. Uh, we are offering Sunday voting and, you know, the voting process is very, very simple. And as long as you've registered to vote and you have a valid ID, please show up to vote. It's important. And, you know, this is a message that I gave out during my campaign period is educate yourself on the candidates, what you want to see in your local community, because this, these affect it. You know, these, you can pick up the phone and get in touch with someone and get something done um, and hold people accountable. So I, my message is, you know, let's step up, let's make our voices heard. And if you don't have confidence in the process, I'm a phone call away to answer any questions that, that may come up. Now, now, now electronics, uh, are they able to bring electronics in, phones, uh, watch it? You, can, you can't even take, bring your watch in? It's preferred that you do not have any type of electronic device. No cell phones within the 100 mark line. You need to shut them off if you have them with you. We're not going to you know, be searching uh, bags and so forth. But we are asking that uh, please be respectful. This is a law that's been in place for, an, I can't give you the exact date, but it's been in place for a long time. Uh, whether we practice it or not, it's surprising to see how many people are still like, surprised by that but you are not allowed to have any type of recording device uh your cell phone being one you cannot sit there and take pictures within the polls uh for the privacy of you know everyone in that room okay well now 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 I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get my thought here together now can we bring our notes uh to the to the boot the, the so, like, voting for are, are they in the hand, handouts 
So, you know, that's been another question as well. If you, you cannot bring a candidate's information into the polling locations. So leave that outside. Uh, if you have a sample ballot that you want to use as a reference, you know, a lot of individuals have questioned that. Uh, that's acceptable. But do not walk in there with a current candidate's information on your shirt or a cap or anything of that sort. Uh, but, you know, a sample ballot, uh, we do get that request a lot, and, and that is acceptable. And, and so a sample ballot is acceptable. Okay, mm -hmm. you know, I, you know, it's so much, so many different laws now. And, I know. And it, 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 I know. We're here tonight, uh, this evening, to uh, uh, kind of address some of these things. Now, the voter poll starts, uh, I'm sorry, the locations, um, uh, how many locations are we going to have here in uh, uh, Beaumont area? So, you know, being that it's a Beaumont race mainly, right. we have four locations for early voting and it's your standard, you know, you have your Rogers Park, you have uh, John Paul Davis, you have Theodore Johns, and then you have uh, the last one, help me with this one. <laughs> is, is, okay. it, is it downtown courthouse? The, the court, my, okay. my house, it's my house. <laughs> and of, of course I'm gonna forget that one because that's where I live. Um, you know how it is, you always forget those yes, first. But yes, uh, yes. so yeah, you'll be, yeah, you'll be in my house. So. Right, right. So now, now that we've got that straight, now that that that's only the Beaumont Independent School District race and the city race, correct? That's it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're going to be using four polls, including the Jefferson County location, uh, for the first week of uh, election. And on election day, now repeat when is election day? May. May six, which is on a Saturday for this election. <clears throat> May six to Saturday, great. And mm -hmm. the poll is going to be open from six to six, correct? That, that's a long day. Um, all of our, you know, the specific hours are all in our site, uh, but that's seven to seven. Uh, well, seven to on, seven. I'm sorry. Yes. It's okay. Seven to seven, and uh, it's we have up to fourteen locations. And, and let me let me share something, and this has come up numerous times, just in in my short period of time is that people feel that if they're standing in line at Rogers Park and someone comes out, a poll worker comes out and suggests that they go to maybe the school district <laughs> building uh, or any other place, Amelia, whatever other polling location is available with a much shorter line, they feel like that is an insult. We're not mm -hmm. trying to insult anyone. We're simply saying, you know, Rogers Park for some reason is a hotbed. Everybody loves to go to Rogers Park. When you have 11, you know, for November, you had, you know, 30 some other locations that weren't as busy. So mm -hmm. we're just simply trying to offer and notify of the options and remind people Rogers Park is not the only place to vote. We have other locations. Okay, and also on the polling location uh, within a paper, in the voting process, don't leave any the locations, polling location with any paper. Uh, and the volunteers, are, uh, they are distant from 100 feet away as well, correct? The volunteers. Workers. Yeah. So, so workers. Your, your poll workers, you know, yes. in the location, <laughs> in the actual building that are helping with the voting process, mm -hmm. uh, they've been instructed and trained heavily. Uh, you know, November was our first time with this equipment, and so people weren't very comfortable right. or, you know, used to it. Uh, but do not walk out of there. The piece of paper that you are handed when you check in and show your ID, that is your ballot. Yes, let's that stop. Is let's, your let's, let's stop right there. Let's, okay. let's, let's, let's walk through the process so everybody okay. can hear this. When you walk in in the boat, uh, poll location, 
going to the desk you got you're registering right well you've already registered to vote and right. so you're checking in basically with you your id right you're checking in with your id your photo id okay now once you are in the the boot voting boot and you vote you're handed a sheet of paper a piece of paper right well when you use your id you're handed the piece of paper because in, we have numbered ballots. And so you're able to pick one of three. So you pick one of the pieces of paper, which is a thin, thin elongated piece of paper. And that is actually what you're gonna use to vote with. So then you're gonna go to the marking machine cause that's what it is, a, like a pencil marking machine. You're gonna submit that ballot through that machine which is called the express vote. And then that's where you actually select the candidates that you're wanting to support. It's going to notify you at the end that you're done. It'll print out and you're able to verify who you selected. And that way you can make sure that what you marked is what's on that paper. So that's another form of you know, checks and balances. At that point, you have your actual ballot. That is what you have chosen. And it is not counted until you drop it in the scanner. So that is the final piece there, is, there will be a scanner towards the exit doors and it'll walk you through the process of how you deposit it and it'll notify you that then you're done. And then at that point, you'll get your sticker and you're able to exit. So do not walk out of that polling location with the piece of paper that's handed to you when you show your ID. Okay, great. That's what I wanted you to explain mm -hmm. uh, because I was a little confused on uh, last election a little bit, but I... Um, no, there's quite a bit need to know that information. But again, people do not walk out with your voting uh, after you voted with the piece, uh, the sheet of paper. You're going to drop it in the scanner on your way out the door. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, have we missed anything going going forward uh, on starting tomorrow? Is there anything we left out that we need to address before we start working hard on early voting? You know, our, our individuals, the poll workers that are, again, in the polling location, many of them have been doing this for years, Tony. Yes. And so they're very familiar with the process. The laws, like you mentioned, are, I mean, it's a book. You know, yes. it's, it's, it's a book. Yes. And so we had training uh, the last few weeks, and we just reemphasized, you know, whether people are familiar, we had a bunch of changes, right, you know, what, a year about. Mm -hmm. And uh, people were, you know, it was, it was a bit... It right. was a lot yes, and getting yes. used to the new new stuff. So we did some retraining. Our poll workers are ready. They're they're they've been made aware that if anyone walks out of that place with their ballot, it's going to be their face on the front page news, not mine, because they're basically in control of those places. Mm -hmm. And if there are any issues with someone showing up and unable to vote, please call our office. We are available, and the judges have been instructed to do that because we don't want anyone walking out of the locations uh, claiming that they were not allowed to vote. If you have registered and done that, you know, it has to be done 30 days before the election begins. Uh, if you've registered and you have a valid ID and everything is in check, you are able to vote in, in your designated area. Great, great. I'm not, I know the vote, I'm not only confuse anybody, because I was about to say, you know, they just passed a, a bill just over the weekend uh, for countywide uh, voting, but that's not going to take place this particular uh, uh, election. 
but yeah, I, one, of, one of the comments here is uh, one of the candidates is, is commented that he almost walked out Terry War. He said he almost walked out la- the last election uh, without that last stop the, to, to scan his, his voting process, uh, results. So he had to turn it back in and turn it back around and drop it in the scanner. So we don't want no one walking out the door with your um, voting results in your hands, please. Well, thank you so much, Roxanne Augusta Hellsberg. Augusta Hellsberg. You're getting closer. (laughs) You know, I'm going to tap a name in a minute. (laughs) Our Jefferson County clerk. Uh, giving us uh, voting information on uh, this this voting election cycle. Uh, and before we go, uh, uh, Roxanne, is this anything we missed or anything you'd like to address before we go? I just, you know, the voter turnout, um, November was, you know, we're about close to half. Um, these elections, the uh, political subdivisions, uh, the one starting tomorrow, the turnout yes. is, I'm going to say, abysmal. <laughs> For lack of a better word, we have close to 70,000 registered voters. And guess how many showed up last time? I'm listening. Take a wild guess, Tony. You have 7,000. We we have 70,000 registered voters for this election. Right. And 15-ish, 15,000-ish showed up last time. Last election. Oh, my God. That's, that's, That's horrible. That's horrible. I mean, we've been preaching this and we've been talking about this for the longest, getting people out to the vote. Uh, and, and it is it is ridiculous that we, we they complain so much about the results, but they don't go and vote. That's that's a horrible turnout. And we've got to get people out and they can know that we've got to do something about that. That's not good at all. But thank you again, uh, Roxanne. And I appreciate you stopping in and uh, uh informing us of what's going on in the voting cycle this election cycle and uh, we need to go, all go out to vote and i hope this be in a uh, very smooth operation for you this time okay thank you so much i really appreciate your time and i'm, I'm here to help so any anything that comes up i'm here to assist oh and yeah figure it out I will always, and, you know, I'll call you and say, okay, I need you to come in and explain this to us so we can get to know what's going on. So I'll be counting on you as well, okay? Of course. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And everybody, we thank you for watching us again on Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. And uh, catch us next Sunday, same time. We love you. Thank you. Bye-bye.